0: So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to introduce you to, you know, this, this great sister here I had the pleasure of speaking with even before this interview. And uh, it's, it's Sister Amber here, Amber Kim. But thank you, Amber, for joining us on the show today.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So, so Amber, you know, tell people just a little bit about your background, because the things I was hearing, like I said, there's some great things.
1: Um, So I am actually from Chicago, born and raised on the South Side. I have lived in a bunch of underserved communities. I attended St. Sabina Academy and Grammar School, which is a well-known Catholic grammar school, and I attended CVS um, High School, which I got my cosmetology license. It was a vocational high school, so I got my cosmetology license there as well. Which is where I also have met met Mr. Muhammad, where he mentored me. Um, after completing my high school and cosmetology license, I then went away to school, and then for a little while, and then came back and started my not for profit um, organization, which is called Sisters of Substance. and We empower, lead, and inspire young women in underserved communities. And we also do um, a lot of give backs, community engagements, civil engagements, things like that. I'm also um, a salon owner. Um, I am Abercam Salon, which is located downtown on Michigan Avenue. So I also do that as
0: well. And so I I was told that you was out there in the streets doing a lot of things with Laquan McDonald.
1: Yes. So, um, I am a part of the Laquan McDonald movement, which was led by William Calloway, which is a community activist, um, in the city. Um, and so recently, maybe two years ago, actually, maybe even three, um, Laquan McDonald, the officer, which is Jason Van Dyke was due to get out, um, of jail. Already? Already. Yeah. Wow. So those six and a half years. Yeah. Flew by. Uh, yeah. And then I think it was like a early release too, so it was a couple months even before he was supposed to get out that he got out. And of course, us community organizers weren't pleased with that, so we protested against the release of Jason Van Dyke, which led to us protesting downtown at the federal building where we were arrested for protesting.
0: So y- y'all arrested?
1: Yes. So we are. We are named the Laquan Nine. It was nine of us that was protested and arrested on that day.
0: Oh, wow. So so did he Did he still stay in the city that he left?
1: Well, his his address is still in a suburban area, but we would never know yeah. if he left, if he's there or not.
0: Okay, all right. We ain't going to look for him. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you want to do an interview? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I bet you respond, right? so, so you, you you got into you know by doing hair, as you always done hair growing up or how did how did that how did So that...
1: actually all I've always done hair, I've been doing hair since I was like eight years old, um, okay, my mom is a good braider, actually, and mm-hmm. so she had my little brother when I was eight, and so he had like this little fro on his head, so I would use him as my practice, okay. And so I've been doing hair ever since. And then, of course, my aunts used to let me do their hair when I was around 13, 14. But that was just like braids and things. Um, And I end up going to CVS and actually I had no desire to do hair. Um, It was just something that I knew that I could do. So it was kind of like, I'm going to take cosmetology because I could pass that easy. Mm -hmm. And I just end up loving it and... Building a career of it. I've done um, the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris' hair. Oh, wow. I've done um, Chance the Rapper's Wife's hair. I've done Chicago Cubs' Wife's hair. I've done Chicago Fashion Week. So I like the bigger aspect of it.
0: Okay, so, so basically what you're saying is you're a celebrity stylist.
1: Yes, I am a celebrity stylist.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well shoot. I never interview I never interviewed celebrity stylist. So oh, I didn't know who I was man. talking to. Yeah, you're talking to one. I talk to a celebrity stylist. Yeah. Okay. So so, so you, you do braids and everything at your I, shop? Yep. I do everything at my
1: shop. I do braids, I do silk presses, I do locks. Okay. I, I'm pretty versatile in everything.
0: Okay, and the, and the booking process is, ve- is very easy?
1: It's very easy. I have a website, so you can go straight to the website and book through the website. I have a, a line, a hairline, so you can text or call the hairline and we can get you scheduled for as well.
0: Okay, all right, that that, sound, that's, that sounds very, the, I, I like to hear entrepreneurship, yeah, right? For sure. So, so working for yourself versus working for the folks, mm-hmm. what's the difference?
1: It's harder. <laughs> working for yourself is definitely harder, but the benefits are greater. So it depends on how bad you want it. I mean, I'm thinking long term, so I think I'm not thinking where I'm in now. I'm thinking where I'm going. Right. So long term, I just felt like I couldn't get that at the salons that I was at. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was at what point you are just at a standstill, right? You don't grow anymore. You can get more clients, but you're they're not going to pay you above a certain amount. Right. No matter who you are or how good you are. And I didn't want to limit Right. I don't want to limit. And I also don't want to feel like I am creating generational wealth for someone else's company, for someone else's family, for someone else's children and not establishing or creating something for my own family, kids, nieces, nephews, whomever.
0: Yeah, and that's a good way to think, because even though it's harder and I agree. But like you said, the the reward and benefit is much greater in the skies and living because, you know, working for the for the folks. It's a glass ceiling. Yeah. You you know, you work hard or whatever. And, and it's sad if he worked 40 years for them people and they and at the end of them they may give them a gift card. Yeah. Like, exactly. oh thank, he, thank you. And I'm like, but they made them millions and millions of dollars. Millions and
1: millions of dollars. You
0: know, maybe yeah. billions.
1: Yeah. And one day I actually sat and calculated how much I made versus how much I made the company and it was insane. And at that point
0: What numbers are we talking about?
1: Hundreds of thousands. I was with that company for eight years with probably a year of non-working because I left and came back. Right. And I've made, I've opened a business for them, I'm pretty sure.
0: And a lot of people have done it. That's why I push, I push entrepreneurship and say, look, no matter what you like to do or you good at, create a business out of it. But some people will like, well, get mad at me, like we all can't have a business. Yes, you can, or if not, that helps somebody Get with someone, so that, so they can create, yeah. get employees, and they can hire you. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? So so, what about the young, the, the the little younger women? Are you mentoring them in the, in
1: yeah, the hair game? So I'm actually trying to come up now with a class. I really want a youth center. That's my goal. Okay. Um, and I would like that way that I can combine my nonprofit plus my cosmetologist expertise in one. But to have classes, so, because vocational classes is no longer, like the schools aren't offering it yeah. anymore. And it's unfortunate because we're in a world where trade is really what's going to be important. Oh, yeah. Because technology is taking over all of the jobs. So what trade do you have? So I still like, why take them out of the schools instead of putting them in? So I want to create something for young women to learn a trade, to learn how to do, properly do hair, properly sanitize and everything like that. And then some of them could do what I did. When I went away to college, I used that knowledge of me doing hair, and that's how I made money. So, you know, you're a broke college kid, you're in school, whatever. So I did all the girls' hair on campus. So it's still something to have that you can use, even if you don't decide to have a career out of
0: it. Exactly. That's why I say black entrepreneurship is where it's at. It may be hard. It may be, uh, but but it's it's still a whole lot better than, than working for the people. But if for some people, that's interesting. Maybe some women that watch. We got a lot of ladies that watch. We got a lot of people in Chicago that watch. Yeah. Let people know how they can get to you and, and possibly put a book in down at your shop.
1: So you can get to me at www.iamamberkim.com and you have a booking button that all you have to do is press book now and it'll give you all of my dates, times, availability. You can also reach us at 773-934-6806 and we'll be glad to help you and get you booked.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go to our sister's shop here of Mission Michigan Avenue, go to the website, book with her, and um, you know, before you can't get to her no more, before it's two months out, right? want to get in and get that good customer base so amber thank you for joining us and uh yeah you you keep your head up and uh, i know your business gonna grow
1: absolutely and thank you for having me i appreciate it